Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Can friendships survive after having children? Tanya Sweeney is writing about this in the Irish Independent and that transition that you make to the so-called mum or parent friends once you have a kid. Tanya's with us on the line today. Tanya, how did your friendship dynamics change after children? Well, you know, because before I had children, I was very sort of, you know, very single, we'll say. And, you know, I was always out and having a great time and going traveling. And a lot of my friendships were sort of based on, you know, going to gigs and going out to, to parties and hanging out and, and just having a great time, you know. And now they were fantastic and are fantastic friendships, you know. But kids came along and things just changed up a little bit. And I ended up, we'll say, gravitating towards maybe another kind of set of friends, we'll say, who were in similar sort of straight slash circumstances to me, I guess. The school, the, sort of the playground or the, 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 the crash friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're a brand new parent, you know, it's so incredibly isolating. And you end up then just sort of meeting people in, or in, in my case, it was in, infant massage class, you know, and everyone's in the same position they're in. You know, some people aren't sleeping. Some people are having problems with breastfeeding. And it's just fantastic to kind of meet people in the, a very specific set of circumstances mm. that you also find yourself in. Now, before all this happened, of course, I was like, why am I going to hang out with people, women specifically, just because we gave birth at the same time? That's just ridiculous. And yeah. That's no basis for a friendship, you know. But these but aren't happened, the people, they, they aren't the people, I suppose. And I, I'm sorry, I'm completely just, uh, you know, um, assuming here, Tanya, that, that the, mm. you know, the, the infant group, new friends if we want to call yeah. them that they're the not friends, the people yeah. who they probably don't know a huge amount about your life they haven't been out on the late night till four in the morning trying to get the taxi home <laughs> with you you haven't had a glass of wine you know they're not the kind of the cra- the real friends as I call them oh totally and I wrote this in my column I was like these women have never seen me drunk they've never <laughs> seen me go out on a, heart, on, a, on a first date They've never seen me broken yeah. up with somebody or heartbroken or anything like that. They just don't, that, you know, that's a, a part of my life that they just, and they don't know anything about my family or about, know. you know, we literally just talk about, you know, our kids and, you know, our houses and all that kind of stuff. And weirdly, I mean, it sounds really strange, but it's actually fairly fortifying to have those friendships. And I wrote, this was the the, the the thrust of today's column, was that, you know, we've always had these kind of preconceived notions that mum groups are a bit combative and, you know, competitive and everyone's mm. sitting there kind of, you know, measuring bugaboos together, you know. And as it happens, people are so much more, well, in, in my group of new friends anyway, they're much more tolerant. There's a sense that everyone's just muddling along and trying their best and it's a real sort of you-do-you vibe, you know. So... If somebody is doing something that, you know, you might think is, or someone might think is a bit strange, you just go, mate, that's entirely, you know, your thing, so crack on, you know. And it's lovely to to be in friendship groups like that where it's sort of unconditional and and, and very sort of just easy going, you know. Tell me, did you um, maintain or try to maintain, if we want to call them your, your old friends or the real friends, Tanya? Yeah, I mean, I think what happens is you sort of really, I mean, trust me now, my, my great ride or die friends have definitely, those friendships have survived, absolutely, you know. But there were friendships, and I suppose they were dependent on us going out and, and having a great time, you know. And that's that's kind of the, what the basis of the friendship was. We all met when we were in our early 20s. We liked the same music. We liked to try, have the same kind of holidays. So we all just kind of did all that, you know. Yeah. And 
yeah, we just we just kind of drifted apart, really. It's so funny because I, I, you know, I'm I'm you and your former life, Tanya. That's well, that's where I am, right? Um, and I'm still having a great time and the whole lot, and I don't have children. But but a lot of my friends are either you know in the the they've got their their playgroup friends or whatever you know the at the school gates friends. Um, yeah. And then I've got the friends now that have moved on and have children. And I've I've sort of realised, sort of which through the pandemic and a little bit since they've had kids, that I don't mm. even know if we were real friends at all. We were friends at a point in time. Um, at, at a certain, certain age. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and when they've gone on now, some of them, not all of them, some of them have had kids. And, I, and I've kind of mm. realised, if I'd have met you now, we would never yeah. have been friends. Well, so, and I would say that about a lot of my kind of new friends. I'd be like, God, if you met me at 25, you know, I would have just chewed you up and batched out. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. But the thing is, and I never, I don't really like using the term moved on because that implies that if you go on and have kids, you're progressing and other people aren't, you know, and that's not the case. It's, it's a divergence, you know. You go one way, someone goes the other. Yeah. It's not a kind of you're going on ahead or you're going, you know. The other thing I would say, Tanya, too, I want to chat to other people, too, about this 1800 453 A lot of people, when they have children, actually forget about their old friends. They forget about their friends that don't have kids. They've forgotten They're about definitely, them. Definitely. Them them good luck. Yeah, I'm really curious to hear, actually, your perspective on that as the friends will say who, you know, has stayed kind of child-free. Do you know that kind of way? And... You know, do you consider that people just kind of head off into a little bubble or are they just sort of... Do you know know, what I find a lot of them do, Tanya? And I I really see it. It's it's just maybe it's because of time now and and the circle and what happens. You know, Mm. they have children and obviously a lot of them, um, you know, they're busy naturally the first year in particular and they, they Mm. uh, they disappear. They, you know, they disappear, they vanish effectively, right? Mm -hmm. That's fine. And then about four or five years later, they just reappear out of the woodwork. They come back and they think that everything's going to be the exact same. So it was 10 years ago. So and I'm, and I'm yeah. like, sure, this friendship is totally, what? We've nothing in common yeah. anymore. You, you know, you, for, you forgot about us for four or five years. How do you expect us to pick up where we were? Yeah. Not all friendships absolutely. do that. Some, some have exactly. absolutely survived it. But there's lots of them. Like they just, they come out of the woodwork. Where are we going on <laughs> Friday night? Are you, are you joking me? I haven't heard from you since 2018. <laughs> like, I will say in defence of the mother who arrives back, you know, with the four or five year olds. There's just so little bandwidth. When you have a, a new kid or even a toddler, there is just, I mean, and, and it's its a shame really because, you know, I think new mothers really need friends, you know, yeah. and a, a different array of friends and mum friends and non-mum friends, you know, to be able to. And I think a lot of parents, they just lose sight of that old self of theirs. They really do feel they're in a completely new um, kind of phase or episode of their life, you know. And like that, when you get to, your kid gets to four or five, you sort of wake up from the, the fog and go, hang on a minute now. I do remember. Yeah, I'm ready to go out again. <laughs> There's a, bit, a lot of that now, yeah. I'll tell you, for sure. Let me, let sure. me bring in Tanya. Jason is on the line. Um, Jason, is it the same in, w- with male friendships? Yeah. Um, I would see, I, I, I think so to, to a certain degree, um, Andrea. The, when we had children, uh, we had them late in our 40s. So uh, we'd already lived through a lot of my friends having kids and being the godparent and being the uncle and being all that sort of stuff. Um, so then to come out the other side, sort of in your 40s having children and then <laughs> expecting maybe the same thing and re- being reciprocated doesn't always happen. People move on, people have forgotten things, etc. Like family, same things, they, they move on. Um, I find it quite isolating, to be honest. Um, we also had a, a child with autism, sort of diagnosed at the age of three. So okay. you tend to get a lot of friends that you might have 
um, tend to dry up a little bit because they can. It's understandable. They don't know what to expect. They don't know what to um, necessarily. Do, do, do they want the extra baggage? Um, which again, that's very sad, it, Jason. It, it is sad. Yeah, it yeah. is sad. And you know, I have four friends in my life, uh, and I'm fifty, uh, and they're friends I made in college and in school. Um, now I spent a lot of my life traveling and working six months here, six months off and relying on family, um, as sort of that sort of friendship, if mm. you like, um, the older you get, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous route because, um, ultimately families go apart, et cetera. And people that you relied upon can suddenly dry up. Um, so having children can be, it's a mixed bag. It's, it's a joyful time, but it also can be a very worrying time. Um, and also, as I said, it's, it's quite isolating. It can be very isolating. I'm also married to a, a, a lady who's, who's not from this country, from Ireland, and she's away from her family, and she wouldn't have a core group of friends over here. So the two of us tend to rely on each other a little bit more yeah. than we should, I think, in a relationship. And I think, you know, you, you pick and choose the friends you have throughout your life. I mean, I know some friends I got through just partying and having a good time, and they were the people you met up with. But outside of doing that, we didn't have much else to talk about yeah. or to say to each other. I know. And you find you find out about those friends very quickly as you get older. The mask and slips as time goes on, doesn't it, Jason? Slips. Yeah. yeah, people do, go apart as well. Do, do you? Uh, Ali's with us as well, uh, Jason and Tanya on the line. Um, Ali, you're you're like me. You, you don't have kids, but do you find those friendships have changed over the years? Yeah, really changed. And do you know what? It's been. It's been lovely listening to the compassion and acceptance between the three of you speaking there. I think the term isolation comes up. And I think, you know what, we, we all suffer. Friendships are going to change. When, when one person has children, one person doesn't, there's going to be changes. And I think the best we can all do is accept these changes verbalize these changes. Like if it's a good friendship, you're going to say, look, there's going to be changes. How can we meet each other? where we're at, how can we still love and celebrate each other? How can we still maintain this friendship? But some will survive, some will thrive, and some Mm. will expire. And I think as long as we don't turn things into a competition, as we all suffer, we all feel joy, we all feel happiness, we all feel isolation. And by validating everyone's experience, you're going to maintain a friendship. I've lost friendships and I grieve them, but I've also maintained ones when children have come along and and I think the ones I've managed to maintain are the ones I've managed to be most open and vulnerable with and not felt so rejected. And the ones I've maybe made more of an effort, you know, maybe I've gone if I have, if I want to spend time with my friend, but, you know, but, and the only option is to go to soft play, then I know that friend's going to give me time back and come and have lunch with me sometime. Okay, so you, you make that so effort. It's a give with, and take. Yeah, it is. I it's, it's, do, I do. If uh, what, what I will kind of caveat here is if I don't get anything back after a few years, I, can't, I have to give up. Like if there are some parents, and I don't, um, I, I say this very, with as much compassion as I can, who might make the whole personality about their children. In that scenario, we're not going to work because if they can't ask me anything or be yeah. interested in my life or, without their children being the centre of it, it's not going to work. And that's okay as long as they're happy and they're making their choices. 
But I think, you know, I think it can work, but I think it depends on the exact friendship. You need both people to absolutely try and strike a balance. Listen, Ali, thanks a million for getting in touch. Jason as well and Tanya Sweeney, who's writing about this in The Independent. David has got in touch. He says, describes himself as a tired dad. I think everybody with children loses it a bit inside. When, When people who don't have kids complain about being tired, it drives me nuts when people without children find it okay to stay for ages. They might need to get up at seven in the morning, but people with kids do, including Saturdays and Sundays. You see, David, like, I get that, but you don't have the monopoly on tiredness. The rest of us are allowed to be that little bit tired too, says the woman with no children. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.